Lab Coat Agents Podcast. This episode of the Lab Coat Agents Podcast is brought to you by RedX, the complete real estate prospecting solution. RedX offers high quality lead data on expireds, for sale by owners, vacant rental property owners, pre foreclosures, and geo leads, the number one data source for neighborhood prospecting. You can also filter, organize, and call your leads inside Vortex, the all in one lead management platform, free with any lead subscription. With RedX, you get more than just phone numbers. You get all the tools you need to connect with more homeowners who are actively looking to sell. RedX is offering our listeners $150 off. Just go to redx.bz forward slash LCA. That's R-E-D-X dot B-Z forward slash LCA to sign up for RedX today. Welcome back, Lab Code Nation, to another episode of the Lab Code Agents Podcast. And today, I'm I'm excited. In fact, I'm sitting here giving this intro, wondering why in the hell I'm not together with these two wonderful people. Why, you ask? Because they're in the same market as me, and that almost never happens on this podcast. So this is especially special for me. Today, we're going to be talking to Jay Steinbeck and Amanda Alejandro who are CEOs and founders of a realty shop, a independent here in the St. Louis market called The Realty Shop. And they have done some pretty amazing things to grow and innovate and and the things they're doing inside of their business and not just real estate to to drive different revenue streams. This is going to be a good one for everybody today. So Get your pen and get your paper out. Pay attention. Pull over to the side of the road, whatever the hell it is you're doing. Get off the treadmill. I don't care. Pay attention. Jay, Amanda, welcome. This is fun, man. Glad to have you guys here. Thank you for having us. Good to see you. Absolutely. So let's get started with this because I know, and we talked a little bit about this off the air, us little old St. Louisans, like we're barely on the map. So let's just assume nobody knows who the hell you guys are, even though you've been on Lab Code Agents before. Let's give a background about who you guys are, and I'll let you decide who goes first. And just tell us who you are, how you came up in the business, and how you got to where you are today. Jay always goes first, but he's going to try to make me go first, but he always goes first. Ladies first. So I, it, I, it's, I, it's the husband-wife dilemma. So for any of you guys that uh, work with your spouses, my condolences. Um, the, <laughs> yeah. So essentially what we have is we have a portfolio of companies. So View Enterprises is our main company and that kind of encompasses everything around us. So we're very entrepreneurial from that aspect. We are our own brokerage. So Realty Shop is a brokerage, full service, residential, land and farm, luxury, new construction. Amanda can rattle on those much better than I can. But we also are very deeply invested into the essentially real estate space overall. So we have Realty Shots, which is our residential commercial marketing firm. So we do uh, not just photos, videos, and and aerial, but we also do VR scanning uh, and a bunch of other services kind of production around there. And then a new one that we're launching right now, which is called Realty Ready, which as all of you guys know, inventory is a problem. So we're actually going to create our own inventory through capital by going ahead, doing the acquisitions, doing the flippings and getting those back on markets. So, you know, we have two or three other companies. We all, at any given time that we're looking at for the right opportunity to launch. We've talked about Realty Ready now for probably a little over a year. Mm -hmm. And just with inventory where it is, you know, we kind of have to, uh, we've got a lot of agents. They absolutely want more listings. They want more business. And we have just an insane amount of buyers. So we're, we're, again, we can create inventory and, and get it up on the MLS ASAP. 
Talk about some foresight on that one. Pre, I mean, yeah. you guys, it sounds like you were talking about it pre-COVID, I imagine. COVID brought it up. Really? And okay. so to be my first disclaimer, I am not a realtor, not a licensed re- real estate agent. I do not sell. I am the business side of things. So I come from corporate world. We had a 14 store operation uh, retail in the St. Louis area. So for those of you St. Louisans, you remember Rothman Furniture, that was me, about 315 employees. So I come from kind of big corporate world processes, procedures. And I was able to, as Amanda and I kind of built this business and grew it together, she brought her front end sales team to kind of drive the the real estate side of this. And I was able to bring my back end team, which is operations, accounting, marketing, all those other things that we did successfully. And it's just turned into this really amazing thing that we can do, that we do together. And we're growing extremely fast. Amanda started the company kind of off on her own while I still had my company uh, back in 2018. I sold in 19 and brought a bunch of people over. So we went from essentially a non-existent brokerage in, in 18, top 50 in 19, and top five in uh, last year. So we we actually had explosive growth during COVID because of our systems, tools, processes, procedures. Fantastic. Fantastic. Amanda, now let's, let's hear from the uh, better half. Oh, that's so sweet. No, so obviously Jay said it best. Obviously, I started this company technically in 2018, but I've been a licensed realtor since 2008. So I've seen all kinds of different markets across the board. I went from an individual agent from about every brokerage you can think of to a team to finally seeing, okay, where are the constant fractures? Where are the constant pitfalls? And how can I create value for my team as well as myself long-term? term. This is my full-time career and I like creating full-time careers for others. I think you said it best is I kind of see things ahead before they're needed. So our brokerage kind of is an encompassing all. Are we the cheapest? I know there's a big race to the bottom and all these brokerages across the country, but unfortunately you're still having to buy all these fractured systems, tools, and resources that just simply don't work and they don't work in cohesion with each other and it creates a bad client experience. So I took, you know, my 15 years of experience merged that with Jay's corporate background, brought people who are a lot smarter than me to the table. And obviously our rapid success has kind of shown itself. Yes, we're top 50 offices in the St. Louis MSA. And I am currently, yes, sitting at number five agent period for St. Louis MSA. So our agents work really hard. They sell four times above the industry standard, which is four to eight sides. Our agents sell 25 to 35 sides on average, and that's every single one. We have a unique model as well here where some of our agents are W-2 versus 1099. So we're always looking to create value and always looking at different opportunities. And it's great to have our own brokerage in that sense so we can always be resilient to the changes that are needed because it's it's always happening, obviously. I love it. I, I've got one thing that I want to that I want to point out is that you joined or you got into real estate in 2008. For those of us that are old enough to remember, that was uh, the year of the crash, right? 07, 08. It was a terrible time. Everybody was running for the hills from the real estate industry. Well, and, and before joined. that, I was in new construction. So I was, you know, McBride and Son Homes, Syntex Pulte Jones for the St. Louis's. They're going to know who that is, sales manager wise. And then as soon as that bubble burst, instead of everybody was jumping out, I said, I'll, I'll take on this challenge. And I jumped in. I love it. And then that kind of carries through into last year where, I love talking to people that saw COVID as an opportunity, not as a place to crawl into a hole and hide, but like, where is the opportunity here? And let's, let's exemplify it and let's just grow from it and let's get better. There's a lot of places we can go here. So 
I want to start with the real estate first, residential real estate. And you made a comment about the race to the bottom, which I think is interesting. And you guys know me, I'm in the mortgage space and we have a lot of these same conversations, right? Like what makes sense for a real estate agent? And the reason I want to have this conversation is because there's a lot of realtors listening to this who may never get to a point where they do the things you guys have done, but they are going to be experiencing commission. And what's best for my business? I mean, I, and, and I mean, I don't know if you know this, but because I guess I'm not in real estate, but I'm really well known in real estate, I get the calls from agents a lot saying, I'm not happy where I am. Where should I go? Because I'm like not a threat, right? They know I'm not going to recruit them. And so, and, and I, all the time, the conversation is I can, it's all about money. And every time I correct them and say, of zero is still zero. It doesn't matter. Like who's going to help you develop and grow your business. So let's, I'd like to hear it from you guys because I know where you're going. I know where you were probably going with that, but as an agent, when they're looking at where they need to go, what is the best advice you would give to somebody they should be looking for? And split is probably pretty low on that list. Yeah. I mean, I think you kind of hit a couple points there, honestly. Well, one with the race, the bottom, it's not commission split, it's value period. So looking at that, like for our brokerage, for example, 90% of the sales that come from our brokerage are provided by us. So when you're looking at a flat fee brokerage or a different model, they're going saying, Hey, hang your license on the wall and you're on your own, do your own expenses, do your own legion, do all this. Um, And honestly, that brand is not bringing you any value. You are essentially your own brand. And there are some agents that prefer that. I think in the long term, it's probably going to actively work against them and the process as well as fracturing the value and the consumer moving forward. We're seeing that in the Zillows and et cetera, et cetera. So really looking at that brand and what it does for you, how it protects you and how it creates value to your consumer is a huge thing. Commission splits should obviously always be a part of the conversation. You're running a business, you're an entrepreneur, you need to look at your P&Ls, you need to see you know, what they're providing you, what you're not paying for. We have a couple different models for that. But one thing you pointed out, which is a frustration for agents and was a frustration for me, is the recruiting. It's like all these brokerages are literally just harassing you to hang your hat on a wall and give you nothing. We don't recruit here because I feel like I am a salesperson. I know when I'm being sold. And I feel like when companies need to do that, I would question that value personally. And again, 15 years of experience, that's what I went through. And that's why I created my own brokerage today. But Jay can touch yeah, on that. So, so you know, I, I come from, again, a little bit of, of your world, Jeff, where I am, I am in the space, but I am not an agent. So I can't speak to that. But I do come from the corporate world and I do come from a, having very large sales staff. And where being effective is how being effective and being lightweight is exactly how you're going to win over your competition. So the way I always describe what I saw when I said, hey, let's get into the real estate game here and and work with Amanda was what's expected of a traditional real estate agent is to be a 007, is almost to be a 007 agent. You got to drive the car, shoot the gun, hack the computer, fly the plane. Like that's just not how people operate. And And it's expensive. And so you have this agent that says, you know, I want this maximum split or, or whatever the case is. And, and then they're given nothing and they, they have to go figure out how to program a website. They have to figure out how to do marketing. They have to figure out how to do all these things when essentially what they're really got into the industry to do is, is to help people buy and sell their homes. And so what we do is we, we have a, a system called Alpha Delta Omega that we've kind of worked through. And, and so we have essentially the phases of the sale are all broken up. If you walk into a target and 
there's something you want to buy, you're going to be greeted most likely by a salesperson that's going to help you with that sale. Your transaction is then going to be taken care of by a cashier. And if the item is large enough that you you know need help with it, whatever the case is, there's a guy in the warehouse that's going to help you load your car. It would be massively inefficient for the salesperson to have to run the entire thing, plus stock the shelves, plus go ahead and figure out the ads. And and, and get the customers in the door. Yeah. And so so we essentially look at it that way and say, look, yes, we're gonna we're gonna narrow down these these splits a little bit, but we're spending a million dollars a year just in marketing. And the rates that we get are always going to be better than if every one of our agents said, yes, we're going to all spend that individually, the inefficiencies and the overlaps and everything else. So we really kind of, we run it like as a company, we run it as a brokerage. And the great thing about being in our own brokerage over just being a, a team is that we have the controls and the ability to run it the way that our agents and our clients see the most value. Yeah. It's a better experience well, overall from both sides. So let me ask you guys a question, and I want you to put two different two questions here from two different perspectives. If I am an agent and seasoned, non-seasoned, doesn't matter, and I come to you guys and say, all right, I'm going to go interview five brokerages. What are the probably three most important components that I should be looking for in their answers that they give to me, what would you say those three things are? And I'm going to follow up this question by saying I'm a team leader or a broker or somebody who wants to run a shop. How should I be prepared to respond? Maybe the same answer, but just think like that. I'll let Amanda run that one. Well, I mean, one, it's going to dictate what they find as a value of what they should be asking from any brokerage, frankly. We have different models here that kind of adheres to all because I understand there's agents in different phases of their career. We hire a lot of newbies that aren't licensed and started part-time that now have gone full-time. We have W-2 employee agents that need medical benefits and a bunch of different values there. We have CAP models, which is very Keller Williams style, a lot of flex. It gives those team leads a, a bunch of creativity. The majority of people that come to our brokerage, however, are always missing on the communication. They're always missing out on the systems. They literally feel lost in translation and they're not getting the business and they don't know how to generate the business. Again, 90 93, 90% of our sales come from us, but we do heavily teach them how to push on their SOI and more. So if I was a new agent coming in and saying, hey, I'm going to interview five brokerages, what makes our brokerage different? Quite simply that, I have an answer for every single thing you could possibly think of that you need. I don't know another brokerage in this MSA that does. Yep, you've got that race to the bottom flat fee. Here's what you're going to get and here's what you're not going to get. If you're wanting systems, tools, support, and leads, that's probably not where I'd want to go. If you're a newbie agent and you're wanting to nurture a business and grow, Realty Shop's a great place for that for training and resources. You know, If you're SOI and you want a cat model, there's models for that too. Every brokerage has a different value to you. So when you go in an interview, make sure you know, hey, where's my splits? What am I getting for that split? Are there any additional fees associated with that? Are you going to be available for my questions and answers? What is going to happen if I'm in a legal situation? Who supports me? Do I have a manager? Am I going to have a mentor? There's tons of things you really should be asking, but it's to the individual. And I'm going to throw you know another thing on top of that. And again, from, from the other side of it is culture. You know, what is your Huge. culture like? 
are you a bunch of lone wolves? Like, you know, there's an office. Does anybody show up? I mean, you can see behind us, this is an active, active brokerage. We have agents that are here every single day. They come in. And just because we have corporate structure, just because we have organization, doesn't mean that that they don't have the freedom to work as, 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 as traditional agents do. They come and go, you know, essentially set their own hours, even the W-2s. But the great part of all that is that they're here. They can have the communication. There's no, and and because all of us live in the same system, because all of us have the same tools, resources, and, and, and whatnot, it allows that culture to really push that we're all in this together every single day. So we talk a lot about team, even though we're not a team, we're a company, but truly we are just a, a very, very large team. Well, I wish my director of operations is on here, Erin Irby, because she's our culture queen. Um, and she would really speak to those questions because she's interviewing the agents, she's growing the agents, she's assigning them to mentors. She works every single day on that culture. I mean, I don't even want to talk about the group texts that they probably have going on right now, but it's very much a team <clears throat> culture here for sure. Yeah. So Amanda, if you could turn back the clock and uh, start all over again, what is the single most important thing that you would be looking for if you were looking for a different home? You know, I've actually, I've actually thought about this many, many, many times. And unfortunately, I've had the amazing opportunity to create exactly what I would have wanted in hindsight, looking back. I won't pretend like I was like most agents. I was not, and I am not. But in hindsight, looking back, I probably would have leveraged and moved towards support much quicker. I would have learned much faster and I would have been able to leverage and scale my business. So I was hopping around trying to be the jack of all trades and master of none. And it really hurt me because I was looking at commission structure first and I wasn't looking at what I truly needed to be a smart business owner. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And that, and that's a, frankly, that's a, a misconception uh, just of ignorance in just the world. I, this isn't just real estate, but everywhere. It's like you're just you're in, your inclination is to look at the dollars and the cents. But I, I tell RLOs all the time, it's like you can actually make more with less. Oh yeah. Right. And and that's the thing. And they and they and they have a hard time wrapping their head around it. And then you start to explain it and say, well, listen, you know, you're in your current structure, your capacity is like 25 deals a year. But if you do this, 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 and this, now you could get to 150. And even though you're making a smaller commission or you're paying people to support you, look how much more money you're going to make. And for whatever reason, that's just a hard concept for humans to grasp. I, I don't know why. Yeah. And I think sales is really unique in that sense because we are so entrepreneurial and we want that that freedom and that flexibility. But by thinking you're constantly putting yourself on a cap, you're actually burning at both ends, being less productive than having systems, processes, and procedures. You can do 150 sides and work the same amount of hours you worked doing 25 if you had the right processes and procedures in place. And what is that worth to you? To me, work-life balance, I mean, impossible for me, let's be clear, but yeah, I mean, it's important and these agents should really, really yeah. think about that. Yeah. I mean, really, and, and from, again, that, that alternative perspective, because I just see all the sales moving. I see everything going. I'm in the systems. I'm watching everything flow. And you can really tell when there's a, an agent on the other side of the deal that has no support whatsoever. So we have in every single deal, you're going to have minimum minimum two agents, a manager overseeing it, as well as a transaction coordinator. So deals flow very quickly through. That's exactly what our clients want. They want a smooth transition from the buyer or the sell, whatever the case is. And we can always tell on the other side of the deal, there's some amazing agents that get zero support from their brokerage. Usually we can we can guess it's one or two or three brokerages that they're in and they're, they're crazy low flat fees. And you're 
waiting for hours for them to, oh, I got to, I'm in my car. I got to get it back home. I don't have this file. And then it's just the chaos of that. And they have no support. And you just see them working crazy hours to try to close these deals. And they're amazing agents that have, they're trying to do everything. They're trying to do and, too much. Yep. And, and they're, and they're emailing us at 11 o'clock at night. And we're like, we, we had our, <laughs> our documents are done. They're sitting well, in their box. And to the last point about that, you know, obviously our client is the consumer, right? They're shopping online. They're doing this. And in a, a technology-driven age and what's going on, especially with the Zillows, especially with the culture disruptions, you know, value, this and that. I mean, agents really have an uphill battle to fight when creating that value to that consumer. And if you have a broken process and you don't have good support, you're not able to maintain and keep creating that value for that consumer moving forward. So you could be closing your future sales funnel by not actually giving the consumer what they need. They want tech. They want a streamlined sales process. They want ease of communication. And I know you know as better as anyone, they want what they want right now. And you have to be able to provide that. And that's been a big disconnect in the industry as a whole. And that's why you've seen these Zillows and et cetera, and other large brands, iBuyer, et cetera, coming into the fold because they are looking at the tech to solve the process problem. And that could be a very negative thing for us. Perfect segue. Perfect segue into Realty Ready, I think. Because uh, I was going to ask you guys that because when you said that, when you were talking about that, Jay, was that it sounds to me like you're basically creating your own version of iBuyer by doing what you're doing because you're just creating the opportunity. And the reality is anybody, anybody could do it as long as they have the financial means to do so. My first question was going to be, and Amanda, you, you by default led into it, was I'm guessing you guys are not even the slightest bit afraid of all of this Zillow chatter and you know what's coming down and it's going to put us out of business and blah, blah, blah. I know the answer, but I'm gonna let you guys answer it and then tell us why. Yeah, I mean, so so you know, we have lots of feelings. Yeah, we, we have lots of feelings, and to be clear, we we have probably more clarity on it than, than most. I mean, we we have seen for over over a year exactly. Well, I would say three years. We've yeah, I'm watching pretty close. Where where Zillow's going, and and now you know when the, when they're making these announcements, we're like, yep, yep, right on path. And and to be clear, we are a Zillow Premier partner. You know, we the, the probably the second largest here in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 are um, we're not flex. Flex is not in our area yet, but um, you know, we talked to them about that. We we work with them. We've gone to the Zillow conferences. You know, we we consider them a, a true partner. So we're not afraid of them. In fact, you know, if you look at again, I think it, a lot of people get scared of Zillow and what they're doing. But Zillow's not in any sense trying to be predatory. And we can say bad things about Zillow, and, and I'm sure some of the things come across really clear, but Zillow is very focused on one thing and they're very focused on the home buyer and seller. That, that is their focus. Their focus is on uh, the know, customer. exactly, you know, what does the, what does that client want? And I'm not going to say they've forgotten about the agent, but I, I think that that's probably secondary. And that's why a lot of people feel very disrupted by them. So, mm -hmm. so we we're cautious with anyone else. You know, we, we, we have, you know, arms length distance with them. We talk to them about our concerns and to be clear, they all, they always address them and come back. But you know, I think Amanda can speak a little bit more because she's been in the industry longer. You know, I, I'm the type of guy that I still, you know, when I'm traveling and, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what that house is like. It's either HomeSnap or, or Zillow I pull up because they're the only ones that have the data. Well, simply put to segue off you, I obviously have a lot of opinions about that. I have actually been a Zillow customer since before it acquired Trulia in order to have that unified data message from the front end for that consumer base. The reason why the consumer uses it is because, frankly, it's easy. And it looks good and they can get what they want when they want it. And unfortunately, the real estate industry is quite 
quite frankly, fragmented. I was talking about those systems, those processes and procedures, and we can all cry and scream and moan about Zillow and what they're doing, but they are solving a problem that the consumer wants. They're creating a unified message and a unified system that the consumer wants. We all obviously don't appreciate necessarily that they are obviously utilizing our data through the MLS systems in order to data mine and turn that back into what it is. But again, I would look to your associations on that and how they plan to solve that more than I would blame Zillow for doing something that needed to be done. Well, how do you feel about the the latest, um, you know, that, that's been going on the last couple of weeks about them reaching out to sellers and saying, here, let me tell you why your agent sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. so we'll, again, we'll, we'll unfortunately not comment too heavily on that one, <laughs> um, but, but, but to be clear, I, I think that it's, they, they are, and, and they, they're very open about it. They're going through a transition in their company as well. And they're a brokerage in all 56. They, you know, all, you got to remember there, they had a lot of systems and that they were in place that agents utilized that I don't know. And I'm not going to say anything bad, but I don't know if they did the full due diligence on what it means to join these boards. I don't think they truly had worked all the way from top to bottom. What does it look like if we now are going with an IDX feed instead of a syndication feed? So it's a technical side of it because some of the things that have, you know, came out, like we're discontinuing this like today, like that's, that means that there was, there was some due diligence missed. And I'm not, I don't know that for, for a fact, but I think that's why it feels hurtful is, you know, I think there was a part of Zillow. And again, this is a huge company with 10,000 plus employees that said, here's where we need to be going. And unfortunately this happens all the time in companies and, and I'm sure in the mortgage industry as well, you know, somebody makes a change for what they think is best and they don't think about the consequences of, of the negatives that it can have. And so I, I don't, I'm not going to give Zillow a you know a negative rating of they hate agents or, or whatever the case is. I just I think that there there's a lot of humans in there and they they made some mistakes yeah. on on how they did this because it could have been a much better transition no, overall. I, I do think and I will speak for the agent here on this to be clear. You no, know, Zillow definitely wants to change the infrastructure of how an agent works. They think it's fragmented. They think it's broken. They have the data and they're trying to correct it from their stance of what they feel is correct. When they signed up for all the associations, they agreed to comply with certain ethics. They agreed to comply with clear cooperation policies. And I think that's what Zillow was not prepared for. So yes, let's keep watching, see how it goes. Obviously make it known to your board and association what you're not comfortable with or if you're seeing issues because they're trying to merge from an advertising platform to a brokerage model and then trying to understand all of our policing that we have in place. So they are going to make a lot of mistakes, like going behind the sign and calling sellers and saying this and that. Um, It is predatory in nature. If that person has an exclusive right to sale, they did violate. And you need to make sure that that's aware. I'm not saying they're perfect, but they're here and they're here to stay, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, the way we look at, at Zillow is they're a marketing platform. That's still what they are. And they can pretend or they're not pretend they can do whatever they want, but we still really hasn't changed too much of how we operate. Our, our conversion ratio with Zillow leads is over 70%. And I think there's a lot of people who are listening and going, BS, no way. It really is because we have so many systems, so many processes, so many procedures, our tech, our phone system, like we we can narrow down on the first on the first ring to the correct agent and the correct zip, zip code based on price points of all these leads, regardless of what system they come in. And that that's huge. And that's a that's a service that Zillow cannot provide. In fact, it's very rare that anyone can provide that because if you call, you know, if you push a button on Zillow and you get their little automated guy, just as most, you're going to get a random person. You know, we we've narrowed it down to specialists, and that's why our conversion is so high. And so I think that there's 
you can look at them as an enemy, but then I think like most agents, you know, what's, what's the solution? Well played. Well played, Jay. You, you led into that one with a very good PC articulation <laughs> and you, you, you got my brain spinning like, Ooh, I'm going to, I'm going to dig a little bit more, but you guys handled that really well. I, I like that because it was, you talked from both sides. Like that was a very, that, like that was a very presidential answer to do a question. I love it. I love it. So which you, president you're talking about. I'm not going to go, <laughs> go there. there. <laughs> not going to go there. Um, there okay. Too. So you just led into something else that we definitely want to talk about. And you planted the seed about the conversion. And frankly, uh, we talked about this before the show. I asked how you got connected. And the answer was because you guys are using a platform called Chime, which everybody in LCA knows very much about. You're using it at a very high level. And so then you mentioned the 70% conversion and I guarantee there's somebody on that treadmill right now thinking bullshit, tell me more. And so tell us more. Sure. So, uh, so I come from a CIO background, so CEO, CIO. So I just happen to have a tech background. So when Amanda and I started kind of down this path, I said, well, let's just build our own. We're just going to do our own CRM. And, and I had a developer that was on staff from one of my old companies. And, um, you know, we spent about, probably about a year going, you know, diving down this and spent a, an absolute ton of money and it just wasn't moving fast enough. And so we, we kind of took a break and I want to say we did due diligence on about 38 CRMs. Some were industry specific, some weren't. And I mean, deep dive, everything, launching them, using them, going through every single demo and came away with Chime. And we've talked about, we've had a couple uh, shows with Tristan specifically on how we use the system, but long story short, Every single agent, every single TC, everyone in our company is in one single CRM. There is no lone wolf that's off doing their own thing. There is only one CRM. There's one system. All Everyone's got the, and the same. Everyone's got the dialer package. So that's one of the things about when we talk about us being full service, that's all configured for you. They don't even know how to, how to configure anything. They're... Their shortcuts, their text message, their, their, all their um, drips, drips all, all that's created for them. That. Specifically, because they're going back to it, they need to be able to work on what they're really good at. So no one's going to spend hours a day, you know, going, oh my God, how do I get my signature look right? It's already in there. That way they can focus on training. They can focus on this. Um, they can we focus also, on conversion and yeah. follow-up. So we, we also have multiple systems. So Chime is our main, everything feeds in there, but we have about, I think we're down to about 11 right now, other systems that are feeding in through various APIs into Chime. So what that does is that like there's a lead lot of aggregators. Feed aggregators, phone systems, there's uh, various IDXs, those kind of things. And essentially what it does is is you're not having to log into dozens of different things. Everything's kind of feeding into Chime. Chime has, has been built out professionally. We have just done such a deep dive so that when that call comes in from, and it doesn't matter, that the agents don't even know or care where it comes from, their phone is ringing and they know, like, I need to, to answer this. And the information that I'm going to need for that call is going to show up on my screen. So I'm going to have, I'm going to have the house address. I'm going to have all the information that's pulled through and they can have an actual intelligent conversation with them. Now, the other thing we do is because of how our system works, if you're driving in the car and your phone rings and you see it's one of our, a lead call, don't answer it. You're not in a good position to take that call. We have, again, 
broadcasts that are intelligently go out based on availability and everything else. So we're really, it's a, it's a but very also, boring deep you know, dive into for that. For the agent going, whoa, 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 I'm not going to miss a lead opportunity. Crazy. Don't necessarily think in our infrastructure that is a missed opportunity. So he's talking about the systems and I'll talk about the sales. So we have three different tiers. So we have alpha, delta, omega, like you said. Alpha is for you team leads out there. You're going to look at that as your rainmaker, your top of your funnel, your great converter, the awesome, sassy person on the phone that can have that high-level conversation, convert to that appointment and get it to what we call majority of the agents. That's what they love to do is delta. They're going to those appointments. They're creating that value. They're getting that rapport with that customer. They're getting them under agency, doing the contract. And then we have our omegas which are your transactional people, people that love paperwork, making sure the T's are, you know, crossed and the I's are dotted. Sometimes we have lawyers in that situation. Sometimes it's TCs and agents, et cetera. So in each phase of the sale, that can be one agent or three agents plus a TC. So just because you take a call doesn't mean you're not going to assign it to an agent, but that doesn't mean you're not going to be paid for your alpha portion. So you have so many different opportunities. So one, that helps create one culture. Two, that helps you get the right person on the phone for the lead, better conversion. It helps you get the right person in the car for that customer experience conversion. And it helps you give them that five-star experience, closing that conversion and referral relationship. So that's why I created that system to create the stronger conversion funnel from top to bottom. Almost disky in a way, uh, but you left out a letter. We're, we're, um, and yeah, and just to be, and just, we heard uh, during, during this podcast, I actually, we heard a call come in. We heard the answer. The lead was converted to here in house. And then we heard Aaron, our COO, reassign it to somebody that's already out in that area who can meet that person in the next 30 minutes. So the person <laughs> here is going to get paid and the person that's that's going to meet the client is is going to also get paid. And because our the way our system works, all the data is in one system. So all the notes, all the text messages, emails are all right there for, for them. And to that's, read. you know, kudos to Chime. All the communication, text, phone, everything is logged. So whoever talked to that person, that agent while driving to that appointment can listen to everything that was said on the way there. So they can go in, hey, Susie, hey, Jim, I heard your birthday was this week. And how's, you know, your daughter? So it creates that trust and that icebreaker right when you walk in the door too. So nobody's missing gaps in communications and processes. So again, increasing conversion. So that's really how we do it. It's interesting. So from a the mindset of a, you know, a brokerage, a broker or a team lead or something who's trying to kind of find their own way and they're trying to, you know, figure out the best systems that work. What are the objections? And I'm trying to think through some as you guys are talking, or what are some of the objections that you hear when you are attracting, not recruiting, when you're attracting agents and you're talking to them and they're coming to you? What are some of the things they're saying to you and then how you overcome them as to why, eh, you know, it sounds cool and the whole ADO thing is awesome, but... I just want to be a typical agent and make the entire percentage of what I deserve to make minus and what I pay you. And, and that's totally okay. And a no from us is a perfectly acceptable answer and vice versa. You know, we work as a culture and a team here. Those systems are there, honestly, to help show you how to grow your own personal business and more. Use them to nurture your SOI. Use them to leverage your business. Use them to do everything you want to do. Like I said, we do have a cap model here. So for those agents that want to be there, that's absolutely fine. But you know, we also in the cap model still allow them to take some of our leads too. So there's a there's still a conversation yeah. there, but we're not a one size fits all brokerage and we don't pretend to be. I would say for every agent, you know, every four agents we speak to, we maybe ask one 
to come on board. And that is for culture. That is for the culture. That is for the relationships here. You know, we're as strong as our weakest link and we really do all work together and one unification to make each other stronger. So that's really important to us here. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that the first thing that we look for is the ability to kind of suppress the, the ego. There's no lone wolves. There's no one out running out doing their own thing. So we absolutely encourage and we'll help every one of our agents do individual marketing. But we really focus on like we are all stronger together. And so we see we see a lot of that, but but the egos in this industry, like some others, you know, it, it can it can be daunting. And they and some of those egos are built because that's just how they've had to operate. It's all about me, me, me. I am important. I am this. And that's absolutely fabulous. And if you're successful doing that, that's great. For us, though, it's all about fitting in and, and culture is is second to none. I mean, that's something that we really, really focus on. And so bringing people on, we want them to be able to leave the ego at the door and say, we are all going to work this together. And I may take, a, I mean, there's people that may take a lead on a, on a $1.5 million house. They may take that call. And while it'd be really exciting for them to go, if they've never sold up into that, you know, seven figure price point. Well, it goes to if, what you said earlier, zero of zero is still zero. Yeah. If they're, if they're not, if they're not ready and they're not prepared and they've never done it, that's not going to be a good experience for the client. Right. And so we work everyone up. I mean, it is our goal for everyone to be able to work any price point, any zip code, but we do ask, you know, where are you at? Where do you want to work up to? And and we certainly move, move them there. We've been extremely successful with taking people that are part-time agents, that have been agents for years and unsuccessfully able to make that full-time jump. And getting them in-house and bringing them in board and, and giving them that full-time career that they've always wanted. I think last year, 30% of our agents in a COVID year had the best year in real estate they'd ever had. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Ever. That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, for the agents that are individual and just want to do their own thing, I would say, hey, you know, really just look at our, I would explain our buckets a bit more because the biggest thing is I was a one percenter. I was, you know, running around doing my thing, 90 to 120 plus transaction sides myself. And that's running hard and running at both ends. And honestly, that just having somebody offer me any opportunity for work-life balance would have been a welcome blessing. You guys are doing awesome. You're doing amazing things and you should be rewarded and for that. But at the same time, don't you want to go on a vacation and trust that your team's here to maybe take over some of those buckets without a gap? And what is that worth to you? I mean, that for me alone would be something that would be a value to me with that type of mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Why did, why did people get into real estate? Flexibility, right. income potential, and then they find themselves not not being able to do that. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like we can absolutely appreciate it because every day we hear people and, and right now we're building out our new office. And so there's actually no walls here. So Aaron, our COO, as she's, as she's doing hiring, we get to hear kind of everyone go through the recruiting and, and we, we hear it. And, and just so many times you can hear the fear in their voice. They've made that change. They've made a couple changes. They've been burned on these promises before. Yeah, um, a lot of smoke and mirrors. Stuff. And, and, yeah. and they really are hesitant to, to want to believe that there's anyone out there. And we just absolutely go here, go walk over, go talk to them. They're here. They're, they're all doing well. And they're seeing us nurture. I mean, every, every single person that comes on board, regardless of how long they've been in the industry is going to spend a minimum of 60 days with a mentor. That's just because we're so different. Yeah. Yeah. That's really powerful. Are. That's, that's really powerful. So we're coming up, up, up on, on our time here. So I want to, I want to uh, talk a little bit about where you're going next. So you mentioned view enterprises, realty shop, realty shots, realty ready. Again, you guys clearly are very good at uh, foreshadowing what's coming and where you should be going. So maybe this is a two prong question of what you already have going. What are you most excited about and why? And then what do you see potentially coming that doesn't already exist? Mm. 
I'll let you do the one you're excited about now and I'll, I'll, I'll go for the. I'm excited the about all of it, Jay. Well, I'm going to force you to give me the one you're most excited. I'm going to give you the one. I'm actually seriously most excited still about Realty Shop. We obviously were created in 2018. We were growing. We were resilient. We were adding amazing services. And, you know, I'm watching these agents really, really thrive on something that I created and obviously have much smarter people around me to help me, you know, keep going and keep moving forward. So to say, obviously, Realty Shop's always going to be my baby. I'm always going to be most excited about that. But Realty Ready is something that I am extremely excited about in the sense that I can keep creating and leveraging what I have to help others grow. So I think they go twofold. I'm excited about Realty Shop, but I'm also excited about Realty Ready, doing what it needs to do to support Realty Shop. So my, where are we going to be in the next two, three years? I think it's it's going to be all about speed. It's going to be, if you look at what these big guys are doing and everything else, it is going to be from that, from that initial phone call or the initial week coming in, it is going to be an absolute sprint to provide enough data. You look at this market and, and, and what, and the people that are winning are the ones that do have support. They are able to do three, four, five deals at once. They're able to make offers, you know, on the fly while they're driving on the phone because they got a transaction coordinator that's doing it for them. And so I, I look at speed of the of the sale. And if it takes, what's the average amount of time it takes from first uh, intake to to close? It really depends on the person, Jay. But <laughs> thirty five to forty five days typically, but it has been a bit great. I think you're going to see a 20 to 50% reduction in that time. I think that people are going to go out on the market. I'm not entirely sure. You know, it, we're in a in a weird situation where the country is right now, and that's going to lessen up a little bit. But I don't think that the lessons that we learned of how we do this um, and how we operate are really going to change. I think people are just going to be demanding, I'm going out shopping this weekend, and I expect to, I expect to have an offer on a home. You I know, think first you're going to see, see speed and processes. I mean, that's going to be the maker or breaker. Disruption's already here, and it's not going to get any different. But how you, I mean, realtors are one thing is resilient. So how are you going to create that experience? Realtors aren't going away, but what we are may change. So how are you going to create value, and how are you going to give that experience to your customer? block the rest out, but the pr- the speed of the process is going to be key and how you can create, you know, provide that value to that customer at the same time. I love it. One of my favorite quotes actually from the owner of our company was, as always, technology will never replace a human, but those who embrace technology the most will have the further advance. It's something to that effect. You know what I'm saying? And I think if I can summarize what you guys just said, that's kind of where you're going. And so I think that is a a big, just light bulb moment or smack in the mouth or kick in the ass, whatever you want to call it to everyone listening to every broker, to every real estate agent that you need to take a good, hard look in the mirror because this today, this interview was facilitated based on what Jay and Amanda are doing. Tristan was impressed. Chime was impressed. And they're not the only anomaly. There's a lot of brokerages doing some wonderful things, but you need to take a look in the mirror because there's a lot more brokerages from my vantage point, which is a pretty broad one that are stuck in the dinosaur ages. And if you are not, you know, if you're not aligning yourself with the right company and the right people, you might look up in a couple of years and realize, oh shit, I should have paid attention when I was listening to that podcast, right? You guys are really, really awesome. So in in talking about what's next, do you guys have another vertical that you're actually going towards? Because Jay, what you described sounds to me like what you already have, 
which is that support. Is there any other verticals that you guys are going towards, or are you guys kind of just focusing on 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 strengthening what you have? I identified. I don't. Yeah. You know. No. I, 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 with nothing that we were comfortable announcing today, but we're looking at any and all processes and sales. Again, remember, and we haven't talked about about it at all. Is Realty Shots? Realty Shots is our real estate marketing company, and so that was it was a massive capital expense because consistency is the key. So when you're talking about how we want everything done and shot, so we have three full time photographers. And any of you guys that deal with, oh, I have my favorite photographer, it's Jimmy. And he, you know, I don't even know what camera he shoots on. And every now and then I have to have Susie as my backup and her pictures look different because then I don't even know why. So we brought in three professional photographers and then we went and, and bought brand new gear, top of the line, state of the art. Every one of them has the exact same kit from their camera to their drones, to their Matterport Pro 2s and, and a bunch of other things. So when, when our agents or, and we, this service is for anyone here in the yeah, St. Louis MSA. We shoot for, for all sorts well. of brokerages yeah. and across the country commercially. When they show up, they're ready to do anything and everything. Yeah. And so kind of having that same experience of when you work with us or when you see one of our listings, they all have the same. There's no, we're not going to ever do a, a home shoot that's not going to have a VR. I don't care if it's a thousand square foot house or a 15,000 square foot house, you're going to have a VR in it. You're going to have, and it's Highlight, not going to, and it's drone, not, yeah. And it's everything. not about cheap. It's, it's not about like, oh, we just, you know, threw something together. No, we're, we use professional over gear across the, across the way. And I think that everything else that you see us going to do and everything that we're going is that exact same. It's a consistent message. It's a consistent process. It's a consistent um, experience. And, and if they're, and they're always, for there's the always, agent, we have two customers for the agent yep. and the customer, and they're both equally important. So our agents here get the best of everything. If they're listing a house, they should have it all. And they have the ease of use and no stress of wasting any of their own time for sure. I love it, man. I mean, you know what? The funny thing is, Jay, is that's like the most exciting conversation for me is the marketing and the branding and the photography and the videography. We didn't even go there, um, but we well, ended. So, so we've got our new our new office opening here uh, probably later this summer, and so it's eleven thousand square feet. We've got uh, about seven studios built in. So we are, you know, designing full zoom, uh, podcasting slash, you know, telepresence stuff, yeah. conference studio, uh, all sorts of stuff. So when we get a little bit closer to that, you'll have to come in and, well, and, and you're definitely local, talk to you. So you have to come by anyway. That sounds sexy as hell. I will be there, uh, with, right. with, uh, with cameras flashing. It'll be fun. All right. Perfect. TikToking we'll TikTok. all the way. Oh, you, you damn right. You damn right. You damn right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So if our audience wants to get a hold of you guys, follow you guys, what's the best way or places to do so? All click or stop in 314-372-0324, realtyshopstl.com, or you can find us on Facebook at Realty Shop STL. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I, I need to kind of slowly ease my way back into it because it's just been such a crazy busy year. I did the standard, you know, six month break. And so now I'm easing back into the social media side of things. I've never done TikTok, so I don't know. Oh, you're going to have to teach him. TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. Oh, yeah. I've got them all. I, you know, it's a I've matter of- I've got them all. He's, yes. you know, GameStop, <laughs> is doing very, GameStop is doing very well today. That's the game I play. <laughs> That's a different conversation for a different podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. Hello. Well, you guys are awesome. This is fantastic. So again, Amanda, give your number and the website one more time. 314-372-0324, realtyshopstl.com. And who are they getting when they text or call, Amanda or Jay? They're going to get the main office line. So it could be the director of operations, myself or Jay. Love it. Love it. Awesome. You guys are fantastic. It's great to have you guys on the show. And I am really excited to uh, break bread and, and Maybe uh, cheers uh, here in the near future, and uh, let's let's uh, stay uh, close in touch. Absolutely. Absolutely, thank you, sir. 
This episode is brought to you by Street Text, where you can run Facebook ads that actually work. They're ready to go Facebook ads that include landing pages, text message assistance through AI, drip emails, capture forms, and best practices. Join Street Text at streettext.com. Agents Podcast.